of this podcast so i'm very excited my good friend danny how are you danny good how are you krista i'm good we just celebrated christmas yes you have a good one we already talked about this a little bit but uh it's always okay you know yeah too many family there some people you want there some people you don't we did no family and that's honestly the way that's the move that's the way (laughs) we're going next year yeah (laughs) we napped we ate and that's literally all we did but merry christmas and happy holidays to all the listeners i'm in three countries which I just found out, one of them is like Saudi Arabia, and I don't really know who's out there. How'd you get there? Yeah, I've got no idea. Like, if you're the Saudi listener, DM me. I'm just wondering how you found out about that. <laughs> um, and then the UK, I think that's just my friend who moved to London. So, appreciate you, Christina. Um, that'd be funny if it's not her. But yeah, okay, so I like to start by just kind of baseline. What's your relationship with sex? Is it like, I know you're in a relationship now, but did yes. you used to kind of... One night stand at casual sex lot or a lot of just mostly relationships. I don't really remember. Yeah, it's been kind of, yeah, off and on. So I had a relationship for like a couple years. And then when I went to college, kind of cut that off and was, Mm -hmm. you know, running around for probably like four or five years and then uh, found a relationship. I've been in that for a few years. and. Yeah. Wait, I feel like that's a very fitting topic because everyone's ta- always talking about like hitting people up, the hometown people. Right. When you go home for the holidays and you're dating a hometown person. Me and Danny go way back. We went uh-huh. to high school together. So that's how long we've known each other. And you're dating someone we also went to high school with now. Yes, I, I hit up the hometown person and it, it kind of stuck. This Wait, time. who initiated? <laughs> oh my God, I don't know anything about this. This is fun. I think I did. Um, You know, we, we never had any interest in each other for like the entire time that we were friends. I don't right. think we were ever attracted to each yeah, other. Yeah, you've been friends this whole time. Yes. Yeah, which is awesome. And then we were going on this vacation where it was like a camping trip with a music festival and all these friends were supposed to join. Everybody else bailed. And then it was just us two. And we were camping for like four days and, you know, stuff led to stuff. And then three years later, here we are. <laughs> Wait, that's so fun. Yeah. Uh, a touching story and i think if i remember right that even in those four days she wasn't that interested right and i made the first move and i don't know when her mind changed or what happened there what was your like when did you was it just because like oh my friend's attractive and it's just us here or were you like oh i think i kind of like her yeah no i i think i kind of liked her you know i think we had uh you know, been apart for like a couple years. She right. had gone and done her own thing, traveled around the world, and a bunch of stuff like that. And we were just a little bit different when when we kind of reconnected. Yeah. And it was like you know we were different people, and um, those people connected different than we had in the past. And um, I think we were both a little bit more open to relationships at that point in our life too. Right. Which is weird because I remember one of the things we connected on was like, yeah, there's no chance I want to be dating anyone till I'm 30. And we had this long conversation about that. And then, like, within 30 days, we were oh both dating God. each other. So things right. kind of, like, I don't know. Kind of, I guess those things always happen a little unexpectedly. This is true. Yeah. I'm waiting for mine. Very single. If anyone's listening, I don't think anyone listening is trying to... If any hometown so. friends listening want to reconnect with Krista... <laughs> hometown attempts. Well, actually, my ex is also from Dayton, but he went to a different high school. Right. Together. 
So you tried the hometown thing and it didn't work out. It didn't really work out, but I didn't meet, I didn't even know him until I moved to LA. Mm-hmm. So that's very different. He was still like a brand new person, but you know, I don't think the hometown, I feel like it's so awkward too. Cause you like come home. There's always like a year. I don't know if this is true for guys, but for girls, there's a year you come home where like all of a sudden you're on the radar of the guys in the hometown. Right. And it's like a complete switch. <laughs> I feel like that was maybe like 22 for me or maybe maybe even 21, but I had a boyfriend for so much of it that I did fully pick up on it. But it's just like such an awkward thing to be like, I've known you for like 10 to 15 years. And there's been no interest, anything, but like one year I come home and like I'm getting texts. People are trying to hit me up and I'm like, what? Since when? Do you think it's that time off that kind of changes that? Like you don't see people for a couple years and then it's it. like you kind of lose that. Right. Like the familiarity. Yeah. And also like in college, I feel like whenever you're around a big group of like men and women your age, you're always on the alert for like someone being an option when you're single at least. Mm-hmm. Unless it's like coworkers, which would not recommend. But like usually when you're around a big group of people your age, that's on the table or you, you're in that headspace where you're looking for someone who you might find attractive this and that. And so I feel like that doesn't change just because we all went to school together. It's still like, we're still in that mode and we have been for the last like six years where when you're in a group of guys and girls, you're just, at least part of your brain is like, is, is anyone an option? Anything going to happen? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's part of it because we're just so used to that, even though that's not how we were when we all first met. We were all just buddies. And I think another part of it too is you move to all these different areas in the country right. and you try like the dating scene. And I think a lot of us have bad luck because yeah. like, you know, you, you move from like a, a small Midwest town to Los Angeles. Right. Like people there probably, They're so different. they That's weren't like, raised with like the same values the as you. I don't like LA that much. Yeah. yeah. The values are different. The priorities are different. And then not, you go not, home. Not that theirs are bad, but I, they just don't match up. Right, and then you go home, and people are really similar to you again. You're like, oh my god, you know, right, maybe like, oh. I, maybe I just run with this. <laughs> you know, that could be it too. Yeah, I don't know. I always found it amusing when I'm like, we haven't spoken in like eight years, but now you trying to give me a hug. <laughs> no, I kind of think you're hot for some That's reason. What's going on? I don't yeah. Know. Oh my god, I did that with someone um, the other night. I like saw. I didn't recognize them. I wasn't even drunk. I was probably a little bit high, but I was like, saw someone across the bar, and I was like, who is that? Like, he's really hot. Like. What's going? Who is that? And like Leanne Robinette's like, who? What? Who are you looking at? <laughs> and it takes me a good like thirty seconds. I realize it's Michael Holder. Oh! <laughs> I died laughing. I was like, oh my god, I know. I've known him <laughs> for literally ten years. I thought that was hilarious. Well, he's grown out that hair. He he he's doing so a totally different look now. It looks great. I love look. it. Yeah. I only saw it in the hat, so I don't know. Uh huh. If it's you know. Oh, he's well got the flow. Or, yeah, he's got the flow. Well, a lot of times the guys will have the flow, but they don't condition it, and it looks a little crazy. Mm-hmm. And that's never good. So I never, you know, you can't tell with the hat. But right. I thought that was hilarious. I was like, wow, <laughs> I really just did that. Because I'm so in the mindset, like I said, of like, oh, you see a hot guy. You're like, who's that? I already know him. So it kind of messed with you. Yeah. You like, realized like, it was, was him. So you're like, weird. what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what are these dating goggles I have on? <laughs> I need to leave. That's where I was at. Um, but yeah, so do you have any, like, I guess, I like to, it's the Bad Sex Podcast. Mm. So do you have any, like bad sex stories that particularly pop out for you? I guess I have a few. I mean, I've been thrown up on. I've found found poop in the bed the next morning. What? Uh, Yes, I've found poop in the bed. I've had a, a few just terrible nightmare sex stories. I think what it comes down to is, uh, is the alcohol. 
You know, every right. every time I can think of an occasion where I've just had an epic failure in the bedroom, it's been that either, you know, whether it's her fault or mine, right. one of us got just miserably drunk. drunk. You know, maybe we were nervous for the sex. You know, oh. I feel like sometimes when you're out, you try to get drunk enough to have the sex in general. Right. Which is kind of wild. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? Yeah, it's like you're trying to have a balance there, and it's like a really hard game, you know? like Because right. I feel like a couple drinks... Yeah, you'll lose and you feel more confident. Yeah, you'll do a little better. Right. But then there's like this huge just like cliff where, okay, now I've had 10 and right. I'm just a, a flailing body in a bed. Right. Embarrassing and that's myself. Is, that's not enjoyable for And anyone. then, you know, somebody throws up and poops in the poops bed, in the bed and, and the whole I'm night's ruined. I'm about all of that, but I actually think this is a really good topic that we haven't talked about, about like the kind of, like, need to get drunk before mm-hmm. encounters, which I think is weird because when sober sex is better, or I mean high sex is the best, but, like, right. sober sex after that. Like, drunk sex is not usually going to be better than sober sex because you're, like, off balance of, like, tipsy and you don't know which way it's up if you get too drunk. And it's also just kind of strange that I feel like you want to... Sex is about connection, even if it's casual. Mm-hmm. So it's weird that I feel like people try to mask it so much with alcohol i mean it's 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 i guess it's understandable like you're right. you're about to try to go home with a stranger and get naked in front of them and take all your clothes off and right. you know touch each other all over you know you don't even know them right that's true. <laughs> you're like okay i could probably use a, a, a drink or 10 I before mean, i get started with this they never in their life and they were like probably 30 at the time uh-huh. when they told me this never in their life had sober sex they never had a girlfriend a lot of people don't unless they've been That's in a relationship. Wild. So there's a lot of people, you know, probably listening right now that have never had sober sex. Every that time is, they've had sex, they've, honestly, they've just gotten hammered for why it. Why is that? Be- it's just better if you're sober. It is. So I just encourage everyone, if there's people listening who've never had sober sex, you don't need alcohol to have sex. It's not a prerequisite. In fact, it's usually better without it. Yeah, it's like, you know... It, how do you think you would do if you if you got hammered and tried to go play sports or something like yeah. that? This is a physical activity. Yeah, you need some coordination here. You need some coordination. So, yeah, let's just all try not to drink too much. Also, that the bag has been fumbled too many times that I can count where I want to go home with a guy and he's way too drunk. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can't do this. One, I think that would probably be assault. And two, you wouldn't even be good. Like, you can't even walk straight, so I don't understand how you're supposed to, like, successfully pull this off. And I've had to just put guys to bed and go home, and it's just a waste. Yeah. It's a discipline. I think we've all had to no had to do happy. that. Exactly. Yeah. And no one's happy in that situation. Yeah, so that's the worst, is when somebody just gets too drunk to where you're like, I, I, I think they want to do this, but this is creepy, and i got to shut it down. Right. <laughs> oh, that happened to me. I was the too drunk person. The, oh, my God. The one chance I have this dude who, whose name I won't say, because he's also from Dave, but it was in college. <laughs> And I asked him to a date party. It was like in my one window of being single where I had a date party. And I had had a crush on this guy for like years. And I was like, this is my chance. And I just took like one too many fireball shots and completely ruined it. Just woke up alone in my own bed the next day. Mm -hmm. I had missed most of the date party. I'm pretty sure I got sent home. It was so sad. Uh. And that's when I learned I don't need alcohol to do this. This I missed. I fumbled the bag. I'm the one who fumbled the bag. It was so sad. Okay, but I need to hear more details about I feel like let's start with the poop story. Let's start with the poop story. Um, so the poop story was a it was a date party. Uh, I had been seeing this woman for a while. Uh, this was the last night that I ended up seeing her. Um, it was kind of a very you know obvious and clear cutoff <laughs> in the relationship. But 
it, the 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 party was in the afternoon, but for some reason we went to you know one of those like eight or nine a.m. pregames, and uh, I'm not sure if she was she was nervous or what was going on there, but she starts just slugging liquor at eight nine a.m. Oh. You know, like we're drinking Bloody for Marys party? for the date party. Okay. And we're drinking like Bloody Marys, and she's like dumping vo- like additional vodka into them, hammered by ten, blacked out by twelve, and we take a bus to this place, and she's like on the floor of the bathroom. Oh my god! You know, throwing up in there. I don't. I, I just kind of ditch on her the altogether. Bus? No, we oh, we get god. there. Oh my god. There's a bathroom there. She's on the floor kind of throwing up and stuff. Uh goes so outside. Ditched yeah, I ditched her. <laughs> it, it was embarrassing, you know. Yeah, did you get her water? Bring someone to show her all. She was on the I can't go in the women's restroom and help you out oh, in that's there. That's fair. That's fair. You know, some girls got to step Quite up in there and and help her out. Um uh, but I think the crowd had kind of turned on her at this point already. <laughs> So she goes out of the bathroom. She throws up on another girl's dress. No. Yeah, throws up on her dress in front of everyone, all my no. friends, and they come up to me and they say, you know, Danny, this this girl's got to go. You got to get her on the first bus out of here. This is your day party. Yes, this okay. is my day party. That's unfortunate. And so we get on the bus, and um, I take her back. She's so drunk that I have to, I have to, you know, I'm taking care of her, and I have to walk her back. She's dragging her feet. I don't even notice. And by the time we get back, her feet are bleeding. I have to bandage her wounds. Oh, my God. Put her up in my bed. You know, she takes a long she takes a long nap. I'm not sure when the poop occurred in retrospect. Oh, no. Because she takes a long nap. She wakes up, and, you know, hours later, she's sobered up a little bit. And uh, we end up hooking up, and everything seems fine. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what it comes down to for guys. Any, any, any opportunity, <laughs> we'll take it. <laughs> that's wild. Yeah, I was over it at this point. I was like, you know, it was a terrible day. I, I at least should get something out oh, of this. Hey, hey, hey. I guess so. Yeah. So we, um, yeah, we hook up, and then we wake up the next day. Everything seems fine. She's, she's got somewhere to be. Like she's late for something, but she's like, she won't leave until she finds these underwear that she's looking for. And I'm like, you know, she's looking for them forever, forever. I'm like, what, why are these underwear so important? Just get out of here. You're so late for work. And eventually she has to go and she leaves and we're all sitting in my room, just some guys. And uh, eventually somebody is like, oh my God, oh. that's sitting in my bed. No. And they found the underwear. They are full of poop. No. The underwear is full of poop. Oh my God. And. I, I, you know, I've ran through the scenario a lot of times. I think the poop happened during the nap. Yeah, I would hope. And, but, you know, at the end of the day, we still hooked up and there was poop in the bed the next day. And that was the, that was the end of it. Oh, that poor girl. She was like, I gotta find this because she knew exactly what that was. I feel terrible for her. Yeah, but that's wild. Yeah. That, I don't even know how that happens. I wonder if she like. Did you think she would like, cleaned up herself? I don't know. Oh no. I th- I mean she it was about as drunk as I've ever seen a human. So right. like really nothing was out of bounds in that terms of behavior so at that point. You know. Yeah. College man. Yeah. Those are days. Yeah. That I would not like to repeat. Well, and it really circles back to like, you know, I think she was just a little bit nervous for a date party, meeting a lot of people. I one drink it. leads to another and I did it. Next thing you know, you're pooping yourself. So didn't do that, watch your drink I count. Do. <laughs> okay. So what about this? You got puked on story. 
Yeah. You know, that one... some male opinions on dating that all the female listeners want to know. Yeah, so that one was maybe a little bit my fault, too. Um, (laughs) Which might not make sense at first. We'll get there. But so, we're at a uh, college party at Ohio State. And, um, yeah, go Bucks, of course. And this was after an afternoon game, so we're into the nighttime. Right. You know, a lot of partying going on throughout the day. And I reconnected with someone from high school. Again, back to that theme. Oh, uh, that I never even really knew in high school. And we just start... It was one of those things where we just start drunk making out in front of everyone at the party. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we start drunk making out. We end up finding a room. And we start hooking up. And um, I, I, I hate cocaine. But I had been doing a lot of it that night. Right. You know, we had a football game, a 10-hour party. I had been doing a lot of cocaine. <laughs> and... Um, you know, I guess we have a lot of female listeners. Maybe you know, maybe you don't. Wieners don't work very well after a lot of cocaine. Mm-hmm. And so what happened, in my opinion, was, you know, we, we had hooked up for a while. And then she was trying to get me to finish. And my wiener just wasn't working. And so she just goes down on me for so long that at oh. some point she just, you know, something gives and she just throws up all over me. No! And it was just an abrupt finish to everything. She, like, starts to tear up and runs out of the room. And then I'm just sitting there covered in puke. And I'm like, do I, like, you know, how do I get out to the bathroom in front of everyone and clean this up? (laughs) That's so awful. And she was so embarrassed. I haven't spoken to her since. There's a lot of, like, awkward, you know, tension in the air. I know, you gotta just, you gotta just, but like I said, I mean, we hadn't even really spoken before this, we never spoke after this, this was like our one encounter that we've ever had, and I was thrown up on, but you know, I I guess I would just like to note that I take equal responsibility there. Well, I don't know, I mean, that's nice of you, it doesn't sound like it was really anyone's fault. Right. She might have been a little too drunk at the, gone, you get dizzy when you go for that long. That's true. I mean, that's, that's so much like, you yeah, know, you head can, movement. Oh, I, if I'm too drunk, I, I really can't give head. Like, I will throw up. You just get dizzy? I get dizzy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can I, see I, that. I head motion. I'm like, I can't do this for very long, at least. Yeah. I mean. So, I can see how that would happen. Yeah, it was way too long. Yeah. I mean, she should have she should have said something, smoke, but. Then it's over. I, like, I got so sick after Sunday night. Or whatever night we were at uh, McDiggers. Mm-hmm. Because when we smoked, I got crossfaded. That happens to you? Yes. And I, like, didn't understand how much I had had to drink because it didn't really feel like it until uh-huh. I smoked. Yeah. It was bad. My Uber was speeding because he could tell. Yeah, that happens to a lot of people. You get, like, just a little bit too drunk and then you smoke a joint and then it's like, wow, this Literally whole room is spinning. And it's ruined and I had to go and the Uber could tell and he was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, you better speed because this is, I don't know. I made it, though. Yeah. I made it and it was great. Um, okay, so I feel like... As the first man on the podcast, we need answers. Oh, okay. We need answers for a lot of things. Um, a, the reason I started the podcast was to empower women because I felt like a lot of women have bad sex with guys. Mm-hmm. Women who have sex with men. And part of it is that men don't seem to know what to do and maybe are afraid to ask or don't care to ask. And women are afraid to like speak up and be like more assertive about what feels good and what doesn't. So then you kind of just end up with a woman like not finishing or 
you know, just like not enjoying it as much as she could. Totally. And so I wanted to start this podcast to encourage people to like speak up more because I feel like I'm pretty vocal. So for you, what would the best way for someone to like give feedback? I get this question a lot, but I'm not a guy. So I don't know what works the best Mm -hmm. or what doesn't sound like like an attack. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if someone giving you feedback, someone's telling you like, oh, try this. or I don't know. What's the best way? I, I think maybe something I would suggest, because man, men can be so sensitive about this. It, I it's can like, see how that is. So. It's so prideful about right. sexual performance, and we're all terrible at it. Well, you know? at first, yeah. It's hard. Yeah, you have to learn. It's a lot. And no one teaches you these things. The, that's the thing. We should be teaching so that all the men are good. Uh-huh. Like, I hooked up with a guy who had had, like, multiple long-term girlfriends, and usually guys with long-term girlfriends are better in bed because they've taken the time to, like, right. the tricks of the trade. And this guy just, like, wasn't. He was still doing, like, the jackhammer, like, finger to the jackhammer. And I'm just, like, you're, like, so, you're too old to think that that still feels good. And I'm thinking, so none of these girls told you that that doesn't feel good. Mm -hmm. And I know it doesn't feel good for them or me. Yeah. That's wild. I I think the problem is that when you're, you know, when you get your sexual education in high school, pretty much the, the, you know, all you get is, uh, hey, you shouldn't have sex. Right. It's like, hey, don't do it. It sucks. Uh, even, you know, they even, I think they even tell you that like condoms are bad and, you know, against our religion and stuff. They said you're not a virgin if you touch something with your hand. That's what we were told. And so men are, there's really no resources out there for us. So we're generally turning to porn to learn from sex, which is like, you know, you, you see porn, these guys are going so hard in the paint. And I literally like you can't said, watch the jackhammer. Porn. Yeah, I can't watch porn like that because I'm like, that's painful, and I know she's not doing that. That looks painful. So I can't watch this. So men see that, and you know, in the videos, it it seems like the women are enjoying themselves. Right. They're, you know, they're they're great actresses, and it seems that's like these job. these women are coming like five times from the jackhammer move, and guys are like, I'm gonna you know deploy these maneuvers. Exactly. Because that's all we know. Right. Um, so I think that's where a lot of the, the issue starts with men. There's really no resources out there for us to learn. <laughs> um, and so I, I guess it is up to, you know, a lot of times to have that conversation in the bedroom right. to educate each other on what you like. I guess I would say like my suggestion to women to start that conversation and not, you know, hit that sensitive pride right. is to maybe, you know, ask what they like first. So start the conversation okay. by, you know, what, what what do you like in the bedroom? What can I do better? And, you know, um, what should we be doing here? And then I think after, you know, he tells you what he likes, he'll, you know, I feel like the natural thing is to ask you what you like. Hopefully. And then you can be like, boy, have I been ready for this question. I have uh, Let me take out my list. Exactly. <laughs> um, first off, really the jackhammer, it's got to go. <laughs> I mean, guys, there are guys listening. Jackhammer is just never... Yeah, no. slow it down. Slow down. I'm sure you're tired. You don't have to do all that. Yeah. Just chill. It's, that's too much. Nobody's physically fit enough even to really, maintain you know, that. maintain that. Nobody wants to do it, really. Mm-mm. I would hope. I don't know. But it's just not for women. We just don't like it. Um, oh, shoot. I lost my train of thought. Oh, I was going to ask, do you think that's still the case with, like, a casual hookup? Like, not someone you're dating or even seeing frequently, like, maybe even a one-night stand? Because that's actually... The reason I've stopped doing I've stopped doing one night stands. You mm-hmm. weren't aware of this, but I don't do them. I haven't had one in I don't know a year and a half um, because they're usually bad, and I don't feel in those cases that I know the person well enough to give all this feedback. Mm-hmm. Right? 
And so I just don't feel like having a bad sex experience, so I just stopped doing that. But is there a way? As a guy, can you imagine someone casual, any way that they could go about it? Uh, I mean, I don't think you can have the full conversation. Right. Of like, hey, this is what I like, this is what I like. I mean, maybe you could... Um, if there's just something, you know, one or two things specifically that you're looking for, I don't think you should hesitate to ask for that right. while the sex is ongoing. You know, like, will, you know, just will you go down on me? Right. Something like that. Ladies, we can ask. Yeah, you can ask. But also, you're you not going to do it. We don't have to do it. Yeah, you can't have the full conversation, but, you you know, if there's it, take your take your top one or two things that you're looking for. And while it's going on, just say, you know, will you do this? Right. Or, you know, you can kind of dominate and, and decide, you know, the next position if it's if it's more, like, position-oriented. That's a good one. Like, I, people, I have heard a lot of people say they, like, fake an orgasm to switch positions. Because usually that's, like, a guy's cue, like, okay, that <laughs> one's done. Switch. Yeah. And I don't think, I mean, I, faking orgasms in general is just, like, such a bad practice because that's how people do not learn anything. But I think just, like, taking your initiative and changing the position. Mm-hmm could work but i'm someone who's very submissive so that's like not really that doesn't come naturally not that i wouldn't do it but it's just like not the role i tend to take so that's tough if that's if you're the same way but i do think that's a good option too and especially with like someone casual like i don't really necessarily care so much about the rules i guess yeah what what, what percent of orgasms would you say are fake oh for, for our guy listeners educate us i i think it's a, I think it's alarmingly higher than most men think. A lot higher than most men And to hear you say that there's even, you know, I thought it was just so that guys would just fuck off, you know, and think that they did something okay. But you're you're introducing a new idea, which is the strategic use Mm -hmm. of fake coming just for like a a new position. Yeah, to switch it up. Which is, you know, that seems like that might just be the tip of the iceberg. A lot of people are faking orgasms and I'm guilty of it. I've stopped for the most part because it's like so it just doesn't do anything for anyone but there's guys out there who think i come like eight times in one second <laughs> there's guys out there who genuinely think that and uh, oops like sorry um that's happening all the time and there's a lot of people who are not coming at all and faking like all of them uh-huh and like that's just really common like yeah i think it's only like 75 percent of women don't come from just penetration there needs to be clit stimulation too. So if that's the case and all these people are coming from penetration, you have to assume a good chunk of them are faking that orgasm. Unless right. it's a position where there's also clit stimulation, like girl on top. There's a few that you can pull off both. But that kind of just goes to show people are faking it. Yeah, that's math. That's math. That's just statistics. What? What percent of women do you think have never even experienced an orgasm that are about our age? Um, about is it pretty common? Age? I, I don't think that's that common, uh-huh. but it is definitely the case. There's, I know, like, I have friends who, maybe they started now, but, like, in our 20s in college, like, have never masturbated, which leads me to think they probably never had an orgasm. Well, I, like, within, within sex. Right. I mean. Mm, I do think that's common. I mean, I had, I dated someone, I won't reveal any details but like i didn't come for a very long time Mm -hmm. for sex like over a year wow and it just like was a thing that wasn't happening that i was just like oh i guess that doesn't happen in this yeah we worked on it but like that was that's not uncommon at all i don't know what percentage though how did you work on it and get to the point where we were just the sex wasn't bad we anymore? Just, like, we were so close as like friends. It was like mm-hmm. more like, okay, like a project. Like, here's what we're going to try. Here's what, because I also like, 
I started masturbating when I was like 10. Like I was very knowledgeable. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I was very knowledgeable. And so I kind of knew what would get me there, but I probably for a while didn't feel that comfortable asking. And then eventually when we got closer, I was like, okay, so here's what I like. And he was like, whoa. And I was like, yep, yeah, I have a list. I'm very, you know, aware of all of this. So it just kind of worked out that way because we were close and mm-hmm. he was a good listener and just attempted what I asked him to do, which I mean, which you say it took almost a year. So even did. as I close mean, that, friends, it I took you almost a year to get there because the sex just we weren't compatible. Wow, that was the reason ended. Sometimes that just happens too. Like I've been in relationships where you know shorter relationships where the chemistry just isn't there. Yeah, it's never going to be there. Right, and it just is what it is. And, and it's just like too important to me. Like it's not everyone's priority, but it's just like so high on my priority list to have that kind of chemistry that it's just like, and I didn't realize that till that first relationship, mm-hmm. which like, God bless that person, but it just like didn't work. And now that's a priority of mine. I can't it's I don't like, entertain anything that doesn't have that. Yeah. It's like, you think that it shouldn't be that important, but at the same time it should be like, especially yeah. if we're talking about, you know, exploring the possibilities of marriage and being with someone for, you know, life your potentially life. like you gotta be having some good sex here and there or else you're gonna lose your damn mind it has to be the best ever because i firmly believe the best sex is toxic sex so toxic sex sex. fill me in on that term okay toxic sex is when a person is like not good for you maybe it's an ex or maybe it's just someone it didn't work out with and you just keep going back and forth with them and the sex is always so much better because you're not you should not be seeing this person they are bad for you it's wrong. It's wrong. You're incompatible in some way that it's not working and it's never going to work. Yeah. But the dick is bomb. Woo! It's so good. (laughs) That's, I think, the best sex I'll probably ever have are, like, the couple people that have just been, like, toxic. Uh Uh-huh. And I shouldn't have seen them and I shouldn't have seen them as long as I did. But it's like, I was in a three-year relationship because of toxic dick. Nice. The whole relationship was not good. But that dick, bomb. Nice. It's like, it... It really means a lot. So I kind of think that's the best sex. And so uh-huh. it just has to be really, really great, in my opinion. It doesn't have to be the best. Is is toxic sex also, does that include, like, affairs or stuff like oh, that? Yeah. Or Yeah, I've had yeah. toxic sex outside of a relationship with a friend of mine. That was very toxic. That was bomb because it was toxic. It was literally because it was toxic. And uh-huh. it was so good, I think. Yeah. Like... Some people seem to be more into that too, like sex that they right. aren't supposed to be having. Right. Yeah. And so yeah, affairs fall into it and just like, you know, people hook up with their teachers or Yeah, people get off to that. People. They get Not off children. to it. Those are pedophiles who do that. But yeah, you that's know, yeah. When everyone's of age, like, there's there are lines a here. Part of it. I mean, that's like <laughs> some of the porn I watch because I'm like, that's a hot dynamic. Which porn? Just like either teachers or uh-huh. professors. I search professor on purpose because I want to make sure everyone's of age. Yeah, it's hard um, to find. It is. It, it, I don't, the porn I don't, weird is so. The porn world is so weird out there now. There's a lot in there. I'm not here to shame anybody. I watch a lot of different types, like a lot. But like, I I'm not gonna hesitate to shame. I think people <laughs> need to stop watching like this fucking step sibling porn. It. I hate it. It's like 75 percent of porn out there is is you know people portrayed as step siblings that are like 16. Right. And it's like, what the fuck? We are we watching this. and also the so a lot of them the only thing about it that even makes it step sibling is the title 
And I'm like, you just ruined it. You yes. could have named this anything else, and I could have watched this, but you just ruined this because now I'm uncomfortable. And they, like, talk about it during the porn. Right. They're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> like, oh, I'm your brother. Oh, and you're like, what? Like, when did this become the norm? <laughs> I think Pornhub decided it was the norm because all of a sudden it was the top result. I think the only people that are willing to pay for porn are the creepiest people out there. Right. And the creepiest people out there are into creepy things. And right. so I think that, you know, the, the people that are actually like subscribers and stuff, I don't so know. So they're the ones changing the algorithm you're saying? Yeah, I think That's it's like, I, mean. I think it's like a, a, a niche group of, right. of kind of, you know, twisted people that are paying for that. And then, you know, you're just on the freemium version right. of that on Pornhub. And that's all that's there for you. It is strange that that's like such a big search. I I wish I remembered. I always read Pornhub stats at the end of every year. Have you ever seen their um, data release? It's so interesting. Really? Um, Yeah. We should almost pull it up on the side. Okay, I'm going to pull it up on talking. But it was something like, it was probably two years ago that step brother, sister, father, whatever was like up 300% in searches on Pornhub. And oh my gosh. It said, okay, let me find it because it's actually so interesting. Top categories 2019. And it like lists the top categories. Yeah, year in review. It's so interesting. Seventh annual year in review. 42 billion visits to Pornhub. <sighs> 115 million a day. That's incredible. 6.83 million video uploads. I've heard this guy who started this website is just so rich. He's like some like really young German guy. Oh, really? Yeah, put up Pornhub.com. I had no idea it was a German. It's loaded. Something like that. Like oh, German. Messages, 70 million messages sent between Pornhub users. I didn't know people were doing that. Well, there's a whole community on there. I do, okay, so I have to read the comments. The comments are hilarious. Are they? <laughs> yeah. Are they like really creepy or are they actually like <laughs> some funny? Some of them are really creepy, but some of them are hilarious. Like normal yeah. like, YouTube Normal humans that comment. Yeah. And it'll be like a weird video and I'll scroll to the bottom and someone's just like, I'm not proud of this. Like, it's just like so funny. Yeah. Let's crack up. Yeah, and I was watching it too, so I'm not mad. You know um, how they have like the categories on there? Yes. I'm kind of ready for just like a, a non-family category. No family. Yeah. Everything else. No family. That's Anything so else funny. goes. I think there's some sort of like way you could type a search to like exclude step dash. Yeah. Something. Just do I, some I like so Boolean yeah, Pornhub exactly. search. You know what I'm talking about. Okay. Most search terms of 2019. Japanese is number one. Up four. Wow. Hentai is number two. What is? Hentai. Do you know what that is? No. It's the cartoon or the anime porn. Wow. I'm actually really shocked that that's so high. It sounds like there's... um. You know, a lot of market penetration going on in Asia here with Pornhub. I, I would think. There's probably something. Yeah, Japan's number two, second country. Oh, wow. U.S. is number one by a huge margin. Which, per capita for Japan, that's that's doing really well. Yeah, that is fair. And then the U.K. is number three. It used to be number two. Um, I wonder why that is. Lesbians, number three. That makes a lot of sense. I watch lesbian porn. A lot of girls watch lesbian porn. Like, straight. A lot of guys do. Really? Oh yeah. What's the benefit? I don't know. Well, I'm. I personally am not like that into the lesbian porn. Right. But a lot of guys like just think lesbians are the hottest thing ever. Right. I guess there's two sets of everything. Yeah. I don't know. I. I think it's more like the dominant opinion for men though is that lesbians are very hot and they're right. into lesbian porn. Right. I don't know if it's like a consistent thing that they search every time, but. Right. I think I watch it because they just know what they're doing better and it looks like more mm-hmm. enjoyable. Yeah. <laughs> Facts. Um, do a lot of straight porn. women wa- just watch lesbian porn? A lot porn? of straight women watch lesbian porn. It was so, a lot that I was exclusively watching lesbian porn. Really? So yeah. why is this? Well, I think for me, 
there's also a spectrum of mm-hmm. sexuality, so I don't think I'm 100% straight, but I've never hooked up with a woman, so I guess I'm not positive. Well, I don't have to have hooked up with a woman to know that. Yeah, like, are you attracted to women or all? Yeah, so that's part of it for me. I would think if you're, like, 100% straight, maybe you wouldn't enjoy it, but I just also don't think there's very many, very many people in that category uh-huh. on the planet. Um, and then number two, like I was saying, they it looks more enjoyable. Like, what they're doing to each other <laughs> looks like it feels better than what when I'm watching straight porn, what the guy's doing to the girl. Well, yeah, especially just with, like, what that porn looked like we said, the jackhammer. Yeah, jack I mean, it's basically, like... That's not... Yeah. That doesn't look... Into, I, I actively feel pain because I'm imagining... It's like if you wouldn't watch someone get kicked in the nuts and you, like, feel yeah. pain. It's just so fake. Yeah, it's like I'm just, like... the WWE wrestling of, of sex. Literally. And there is, like, lesbian porn like that, too, which I don't watch, but there's a lot of aggressive lesbian porn, too. But I watch, like, all I watch gay porn sometimes. That's fun. Like... Gay guy porn? Yeah. Really? And yeah, that's a new one for me. I've like recently started and I was like, I'm into this. And been watching a lot of threesome two guys, but like bisexual guys. Uh-huh. Threesome. That's one what? of my new favorite. Oh, categories. bisexual guy, yeah, so threesomes. Two guys, one girl. Uh-huh. But the guys are also into each other. Mm-hmm. That's a new category for me. I wonder I'm a what, fan of that. how many straight men are watching I would love gay porn just to like check that. it out. And I do think it's more than you would think. Yeah. Love if people, anyone ask FM. It's anonymous. No one is using it. Let me know if you are straight and you watch gay porn. I would just be curious. Cause I I have no clue. Like I I personally right. have never done it, and I don't think it's something that men really talk about. If they right. do, because there's a double standard of like, oh, I could make out with a girl or even have sex with a girl, and it'd be I was just experimenting. But the second yeah, that, everybody would be like, like, wow, that's hot. Yeah. yeah. Guys, it's like... So there's fluidity yeah, allowed good. for women that isn't allowed for men, where it's like you fuck one dude and you're gay. Yeah. Which... You suck one dick, you're done. Yeah. You're gay for like, life. That's crazy. Uh-huh. That's making sense. Mm-hmm. I there's can't... like some exceptions out there, like Mick Jagger. You know, I think he... Like Harry Styles. Yeah, like I think Mick Jagger had sex with... It's, it's insane. He's had more partners, I think, than anybody that's ever lived it's like thousands and thousands oh, God. yeah he was known for having sex with like you know three or four different people a day insane oh. and on a couple occasions he had sex with um the one of the guys in the band okay and that's maybe an example of you can get away with it just because that ratio i think anyone can get it i think you could suck a dick tomorrow and you wouldn't be gay I don't know. I don't what think that's what the people curious? would think. I, I would know I'm not gay, but but that's I think but the, the people. Problem. And I think that's why if there are straight guys watching gay porn, mm-hmm. they would not talk about it because that makes them gay, quote unquote. But it doesn't actually make them gay. That's just society. Yeah. I wish I'm. I love a good sexually fluid dude. Mm-hmm. I, I'm so into it. I've I heard wish, some women say that. Yeah. That bisexual men are hot. So they're just hot. maybe it's just because they're more comfortable with themselves that's and a little bit outside of that like biggest, toxic masculinity. That's exactly. Yeah. That's the biggest part is because, like, to be able to say, yeah, I suck a dick, but I also like women, and that's fine, and I'm not going to, like, mm-hmm. freak out that I'm gay or be afraid that people think I'm gay or whatever, and they're just, like, open and comfortable. That just already shows they've unlearned some toxic masculinity that I'm not going to have to then be responsible for them unlearning. Mm-hmm. Because the fact of the matter is a lot of straight men just have a lot of problematic opinions and the older I get, the less patience I have for them. Yeah. Like when I was younger, I would, I would be like, oh, well, we're only like 19, we're only 20, we're only 21. Like, he'll learn. Like, I've had to explain to someone I was dating, Black Lives Matter. I'm not proud of it. I'm not proud of having to explain that to someone. But. Especially someone you're dating, someone dating and have chosen not, as a partner. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Which, that was why I got really angry at him, because I was like, if we have kids, like, I, 
you should understand this and yeah like i can't he's gonna be like behind your back telling your kids like hey that black lives matter shit it's not real yeah (laughs) you that it's not acceptable but don't listen to mom don't listen to mom (laughs) shit no i just so the older i get the less accepting i am of that i can't be in a position to like teach people about things like that you know what i mean that's a race thing but even with like women and misogyny and things like that i just which I think I'm is kind of like where we're at with society too. I think yeah. you know time's we're kind of at the yeah times up. Um, yeah, we we've, we've kind of uh, women have officially lost their patience with men. Right, gone to a point where we've gotten away with so much hard. bullshit right. for so long. I just don't have. It's over. Patience. It is times <laughs> up. And we gotta adapt. You gotta adapt. Learn it. Mm-hmm. Sorry, man. That's what's going on. But bisexual men usually have already. They're all the way there. They're usually already there. Um, okay, the next few categories are Korean, Asian, stepmom. I'm surprised that's, I'm surprised that's the first step mentioned, and I'm surprised it's so low. Stepmom? Yeah. I thought stepdad was the. Stepdad? Yeah, I thought stepdad. Stepdad, was the stepdaughter? One. Yeah. That's so rapey, though. That's it is. so oh, rapey. It is. Like people go to prison for that. Yeah. I, wow. But it's a fantasy. Yeah, you know, I see it on there a lot. It is reassuring to know that it's not one of the most searched yeah, actually, I things on Pornhub. But I wonder if that's just because... This is kind of encouraging. Japan's going so hard at it, and the U.S. just maybe isn't doing that many... Like, I feel like the U.S. is solely responsible for stepmom ap- appearing on this list. Yeah. I think if you went to the Japanese category, yeah. you wouldn't find I mean, step, step stuff. You wouldn't. No. I can say from experience. Um, <laughs> I'm on the Japanese category every day. Every day. Let me tell you. Not one mention of stuff, okay? <laughs> oh, there's a lot of other problematic stuff there, though. But all porn is problematic, let's be real. Right. Okay, top 20 countries. Where said that. It's US, Japan, UK, then Canada, France, Germany, Italy, Philippines, and then it's marginal from there. So interesting. Thai- Thailand, they spend the most time. Oh my god. Time spent per visit. The average visit is 10 minutes. That's so short, but that also makes a lot of sense. That's the longest? That's the average. Average? The longest is 11 minutes and 21 seconds in Thailand. Wow. I'm surprised. Seems brief. That does seem brief. It takes me a while to find a video. That's not... Well, I guess... Are most videos on Pornhub longer than 10 or 11 minutes? I would never... I don't even know. I don't need to... Like, I don't watch videos for more than two or three minutes. Really? Yeah. Once I find the video, it's just like... It's I like to draw fun. it out, enjoy the whole video. Oh, you know? really? Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you guys, I mean, there's a whole story there. there, 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 there. You are, you're invested. <laughs> yeah, I'm invested. Is the sink I've thick. like sat down, cleared my schedule for this. <laughs> like, let's, uh, I have 10 minutes, let's watch the whole video. That's fair. I don't think most videos are that long. No. I would think most videos are like five to seven minutes. I think if you go to where the video actually came from, like the original website that yeah. you would have to subscribe to, I think they're usually like 30 minutes or so. Right. Because they like skip a lot of stuff in the videos on Pornhub, and right. I think they give you like a short teased version, right. and it's like, yo, at the end, it's like, yo, go here to subscribe and see the whole oh, thing. Oh, that's like the Brazzers. Yeah, yeah. They cut you off right at the finish, and they're like, yes, subscribe. Yeah, to see I don't the end. watch those because I learned very quickly that that's what they do. Yeah. Um, Mississippi spends the most time per visit in the U.S. Mississippi. Eleven minutes and twenty six seconds, and Kansas is the shortest. Nine minutes and fifty nine seconds. That's this is so interesting. Ohio's not didn't really make the list either one. We didn't make the cut. Didn't make longest or shortest. We're just in the middle. 
That's so Kansas has the, the quickest shooting men yep. in the world. Basically. In Fact. the U.S. In the U.S. Okay. Um, favorite time to watch porn, 10, 11, midnight. That makes sense. Yeah. On Sunday. Also makes sense. So I guess some insights, you know, ladies, don't rule out men from Thailand. These guys are lasting long. Oh, never. Never. <laughs> men are, like, beautiful. I want to say, oh, no, he's Filipino. Does anyone watch The Good Place? Do you watch The Good Place? No. It's really good, actually. Like, what's it about? It's, um, it's, uh, what's his name? Tim Schur? Oh, my God. All my Tim sure. talent agency people are going to, like, kill me if I got that wrong. Paul Schur? I don't know. He did um, Parks and Rec and The Office as well. And so The Good Place is, like, his, it's not new. It's, like, five seasons in. But it's so good. It's about Kristen Bell plays the lead character. She dies, and she goes to The Good Place, a gay heaven. And... She realizes that she was, like, mistaken for a different person with her exact same name, and she actually was not supposed to be in the good place. Mm. And there's a big twist that I don't want to fuck up that happens at the end of season one, and I won't say it if you haven't watched it because the show's very, very good, but it's basically, like, an in-depth look on, like, humanity, and it's a lot of philosophy. There's a character that's a philosophy professor, and he, like, teaches everyone about, like, inherent good and inherent evil, and it's, like, really poignant but hilarious. So I actually did, I, I just didn't know the name. I did end up seeing the show. Oh, okay. You yeah. It. I hated it. I'm sorry. What? Yeah. How much did you watch? Uh, a few episodes. Oh, it took me two seasons and I know it's two a lot Two seasons? Ask. I know it's a lot Come on. Ask. You gotta have a better hook than that. I don't have 20 hours for this show to get good. I just kind of hate all like cable television shows. Yeah. And the, there's just, now it's that you different. have like the unfiltered Netflix, like right. no commercials, like the format of like the CBS cable television show is just kind of tough for me to but follow. It's a quick watch because there are 30 minute episodes, which means they're really only 21 minutes because of the yeah. commercials. And it did take me two seasons. Like I started season one, didn't finish it. I think started again. Didn't finish. It took me like three tries to finish season one. Mm-hmm. And then that made me want to keep watching. And then the more you watch, the better. It's so good. Ugh. Anyway, I've got no idea why I brought that up. But let's get into some of these. <laughs> I think you brought you, there was a beautiful Thai man on there or something. Oh yeah. yes, but he's Filipino man. Okay. Oh my god, that guy's gorgeous. Anyway, maybe he's no, he's Filipino. I'm almost positive. Okay, so we had some good questions. Mm-hmm. Someone said, "Let's talk about dirty talk in the bedroom." What's your opinion? Wow, it's so hit or miss. You know, yeah. like I we do it sometimes in my relationship and like. You really got to be on point with the dirty talk. Right. Otherwise, it's just like <laughs> so weird. Real easily. What's hard too is in a relationship consistently being able to come up with new dirty talk. Right. I wasn't like, but that's the thing. I, for me, I love dirty talk. Like uh-huh. it's very important. And I need the person to at least be like willing mm-hmm. and down to attempt. You don't have to be like that skilled, but oops. I will say the best sex I've had, both of those people, I think they're a tie. We're really good at dirty talk. And so that's super important to me. But they said a lot of the same things. Yeah. It, it did get repetitive. That was fine. It was, they could tell which things I thought were super hot when they said. So they mm-hmm. would just say that and it would work. Yeah. And yeah. It, 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 when, it, when it works, it really works. Right. Like it cranks things up. Right. It, you know, yeah. a couple notches. Easily. You could be like mediocre in bed, but if you're good at dirty talk. To bring things full things circle around. too, I think that the dirty talk is a great opportunity for women to say what they want. Yes. Like, you know, hey, I want you to... Right. That's, guys, are you listening? This is great advice. Um, But is it, like, something you guys try every once in a while, or is it, like, part of your routine? I think it's pretty routine. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I would I say most times, especially when we're, like, 
you know, because I, I guess to take a step back, I feel like there's like two b- main categories of sex in a relationship. Right. There are, there's, you know, maintenance sex, which is like, okay, my boyfriend is just bitching and moaning all day about how horny he is. And so I'm going to have sex with him. So he shuts the fuck up. Right, and it's like right. a, a quick, you know, it's all, it, you're just getting it out of the get way. Getting Dirty talk doesn't happen in those situations, really. Right. It's just, you know, we, we got to get this done and get out the door. We got places to be. <laughs> people to see let's go right and then there's like you know sex where you're really trying to get after it have some great sex you got time um you're gonna slow it down right and i would say in those situations the the dirty talk is pretty consistent right yeah i think that kind of has to be the case like i it would be strange to have a situation where i'm hooking up with someone repeatedly and dirty talk is not part of it and Mm -hmm. all of a sudden you're trying to like incorporate it i feel like that's when it starts to feel awkward because you don't have that like dynamic. just because you've never done it before yeah. huh just, I, I feel like the dynamic isn't there right i don't know i, I don't know i feel I like you just gotta dynamic. start saying stuff <laughs> that's true i i mean i usually just do it right like off the you, bat and if the guy doesn't want to do it i usually don't hook up with them again yeah like i well do you <laughs> feel like it has to be done back like does yeah, there you to both ways? one person only yeah you think I think that's kind of awkward. I also, I will say I say less than the guy usually. Mm-hmm. And that's how I prefer it. Maybe that's... I don't know if I've ever had dirty talk where it's been like a conversation. <laughs> like, I feel like, you know, maybe I go first and then like a right. few minutes later she says something. Right. But like, I've never like, you know, whispered something and then she whispers something back. <laughs> and then, you know, so... I agree. So I think but it could be a little one way, say, but like you got to pull your weight yeah, at some point within the, whole time. the duration of the sex. Yeah. But I do, I do think I typically say less i i think it's important it is i have friends who hate it who hate it Uh uh-huh and they just like do not share my opinion they don't want it anywhere near the bedroom they don't want talking yeah and i i think that's wild but hey everyone has different preferences sometimes it's it's funny when we dirty talk because she has like pretty bad hearing (laughs) and you know you're always whispering it so sometimes i'll say something i'll think it's like super hot and then she'll just be like she'll whisper back she'll be like what'd you say (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, fuck, like, I can't do that again. Right, the second time you say it, it's just like, <laughs> we gotta move past it. Don't yeah, ask me what I what? said, just act like it was hot. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god, that happened to me. One guy, this is one of my favorite stand-up jokes. I'm not gonna do the whole bit, but I was hooking up with a guy consistently, one of my exes actually, and he loved to reference the size of his dick, but it oh. wasn't very big. Ooh. But he would reference it as if it was big. Mm. And it was always so distracting because, like, that's something that I had come to terms with. He didn't have a very big dick. It's fine. He was really good in bed. I'd accepted it. But when you, like, draw attention to it. But then he'd be like, you like that, like, big dick? Or, like, oh, man, that's tough. This is, like, not. Did he know he was playing pretend? Or do you think he thought that he had a a large dick? So it did turn out I didn't end up telling him about the joke because he he knew I had a joke about him. Right. And it ended poorly. And he, like, knew that I had a joke. I refuse to tell him because that's, I feel like that's like such a sensitive thing that's like mean mm-hmm. and you can't fix it. So, well, he could fix saying it, but he can't fix the size of his dick. And that wasn't the point of the joke. The size of his dick is fine. It just wasn't very big. And you can't refer to it like it's, you gotta be honest with the dirty top. Like, I barely have any boobs. I'm not gonna be like, you love these huge tits. It doesn't, <laughs> make, it doesn't make any sense. Someone's gonna be confused, right? Yeah. That's my joke. Thanks for laughing. Um, but... I did end up telling him, and he's like, oh, yeah, like, I know. I've been in a locker room. And I was like, okay, so why'd you say it? Like, I was so confused. I was like, just don't. It's confusing. I didn't know what to say back. He's probably just trying to say things that he's heard before. Right. 
you know, I think it comes back to watching porn, watching porn and, and yeah, learning from the WWE version of, of sex. Like, you can't say it if you don't have it, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think, I, I vote yes on Dirty Talk. Okay, um, three steps. I need you guys to start asking specific questions instead of just giving topics. <laughs> yeah, just just say just threesomes. Three just threesomes. Let's talk about it. We want to know. <laughs> okay. Um. What do you think? Have you had a threesome? I have not. I'm I have not pretty interested in it. Same. Um. You know, it's tough when you're in a relationship because that's a very delicate thing. Like we're both open to it. Right. But we also acknowledge that it could. You know, we've heard stories from from friends where it's ruined their relationship. Yeah, like things you don't anticipate happening. And I think it has to be someone very random. Yes, it, I don't think it could be. It, you have to get equal things out of the third party. Right. Like it can't just be like, oh, I'm I'm getting sex from another person. Like, right. you know, me and this third party need to be teaming up with with my girlfriend. You know, we gotta get she's gotta get something out of it too. Right. It's gotta go both ways. For sure. Um. You know, we've even discussed, like, you know, maybe sometime when we're in Vegas or something like that, like, yeah, hiring yeah. a hooker, and oh, then it's just, you know, paid help, yes. paid help. I see nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but the only times we've come close to threesomes, or actually, like, had people interested in it, or volunteer for it, have actually been, like, people we're friends with. But you guys are a hot couple. I'm not that surprised. I, yeah, but, it, in you know, in my mind, I'm, like, very... Uh, I would not do it with a friend. I'm very... I've, I've just been very comfortable having sex with friends. Like, you know, if... You know, I'm dating one, somebody that was one of my friends for a long time. Right. Um, and so I've always been able to, like, have sex with a friend and then just be totally over it the next day. And it's not awkward for me at all. Right. Um, for her, it's not like that at all. And you just gotta respect that. And it's, like, extremely reasonable. Yeah, <laughs> that I she doesn't so. want to yeah. be with, like, a friend. I think I could maybe get over it. But at the same time... Like, I, I also would probably agree that it's not worth risking. That's where I was at with so, every relationship I was in. It was always a topic. We were always both mm-hmm. open to it. But I was also just like, someone I'm not expecting could happen and it could fuck things up. It's mm-hmm. not really worth the one threesome. I think if I was going to have a threesome, I would just want to be the third or everyone. I honestly don't even know if I'd want to be the third. I think I'd want everyone to be single. <laughs> everyone yeah. Everyone threesome. Yeah, that'd be easier. I don't be the couple either. But I would rather that than me be part of the couple. Yeah, I agree. It, but yeah, we're super into. We're really considering this whole Vegas hooker thing. Yeah. You know, they have like pamph- pamphlets there oh, yeah. with like pictures of all the of all the you know the hookers, sex. and you can just pick out whatever you want. There's even you know probably brief descriptions of their personality. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she sounds nice. She yeah, sounds nice. she sounds lovely. Walks on the part. Or on yeah, the I love that. She's into sports. We like sports. <laughs> so funny. That's actually a really good idea. That's something I would do. I think if I was in it. Like a serious relationship. We just thought it sounded like the least personable yeah. way to have a threesome and like experience it because we want to explore that, but right. like it's just so risky. And it's so tough too. It's such a delicate situation when you're in a relationship too because it's like, unless the girl found the other girl, mm-hmm. there's always that thing of like, wait, now you want to fuck this person really bad? Like now I'm like, so do you think this person's like more attractive than me? Like there's just like so much yeah. security that could come with it. And I think for me, having to, like, watch her have sex with a girl would not bother me at all and would, in fact, be hot. Yeah. While Hopefully. her having to watch me have sex with another girl while, you know, like, that's yeah. tough. Yeah, and I do think you have to be, like, into that. Yeah. Yeah, there are people are. that are into watching their like significant other have sex. Yeah. Cuckold. Cuckolding? Cuckold is the name for men, and cuck queen 
I don't like it, but uh-huh. if you search Cup Queen on like a porn website, that'll come up where the woman is the one watching. I always thought cuckolding was when um, like basically somebody has sex with your wife behind your back and gets them pregnant and then you have a kid that's not yours but you don't know it and you've been cuckolded. Uh, maybe that's Am I wrong? term. On like a porn, like in terms of porn. Oh, okay. If you're searching cuckold, it's the, where the dude's sitting in the corner. Yeah. While the wife is fucking some other guy. I've only heard it referenced in like a, like a, yeah, you, you've, saying, been cuck- heard- you've been cuckolded, you know? I've never heard that whole backstory in my life. Um, that's really funny. Threesome, oh, would you ever have a two guy threesome if she was like... Oh, it sounds terrible. Oh, no. It sounds so Why? bad. I, I don't want a, a, a wiener anywhere close to me. <laughs> um, you know, it, especially, like, if I'm involved with the guy, like, that sounds awful. Right. Like, nothing sounds worse to me personally than, you know, there's nothing wrong with it. But um, to me personally, kissing a guy sounds well, awful. You wouldn't have to kiss the guy. We just have to. Into the guy. Which you don't have to be. Okay. So then I'm really not getting anything out of it. Because then I just, you know, That's watch right. him do stuff with my well, girlfriend. I mean, and I'm like, like zero attracted to him. Right. But you're right. There are guys who. like the um, kind of dominating. Yes. A woman with another dude. And I don't think the other guy's the factor. I think it's the domination part. Yeah. Like that's why like gangbangs are mm-hmm. popular. Well, they're not actually popular, but I would think they're popular would you be into that? Because I've heard a lot of women say it sounds very overwhelming. No, a threesome with two guys. Yes. Okay. But I would have to trust them both, like, a lot. Yeah. I don't think I would... I think there would just be a point, if there were guys I didn't know well, that I would, like... There'd be a moment of fear. There's always a moment of fear. But I would just be like, ah, these guys could, like, very much overpower me if something went south. And mm-hmm. I would love that dynamic. So I would need to, like... I think I would need to know the guys, or at least know one of the guys really well, and he know the other guy. Which then... I mean, I think I'm more likely to have, like, a bisexual threesome than just, like, two random guys. I mean, what's really coming out here is threesomes are so complicated. They are. Like, you have to, like, really, you know, go through these situations carefully, right. have a lot of conversations before you get into this, make sure that everybody's comfortable with yeah, it, and that, push a you know, anyone. what do you need to see during this threesome? Right, well, yeah, set the rules. Yeah, there's got to be rules. There has to be, like, maybe you're not allowed to fuck the girl. Yeah. She can give a blowjob, but you can't. Uh-huh. Like, there's rules that you can establish. That's a good idea for a rule. Yeah. I think for a lot of a lot people that are kind of on the fence about threesomes, that would help a lot. Yeah, because it's just like, it's still the group dynamic that everyone's into, and you're mm-hmm. like, it's hot, but you don't have to feel the, like, primal anger that probably would come if you see someone you love fucking else, which is probably what <laughs> happens. Primal that's, anger. Yeah, I, that's what I'm afraid of. I'm like, in theory, it's hot. In practice, I could see this. And snap and fucking try to fight a bitch. I don't know. Yeah. I'm crazy. It's Anything so high risk, yeah. high reward, you know. High risk, high reward. That's fair. Yeah. I'll, I mean, listen, I'll do this at some point. Hopefully while I'm on this podcast so I can... I'm trying to get content. You want to have a threesome on the on not the podcast? on the podcast. <laughs> that's not what this is for. I'm sure people listening are not looking for that. No, I don't think so. Um, I feel like we're good. The other couple questions I can... There's one question that I feel like is quick. Someone said, what do people say in the awkward moment after oral sex? Just swallow a load. Now what? Oh, that was a funny question. But also, um, I don't think it should be awkward. I don't either. And I don't think you should say anything. Yeah. Just move on. Yeah. Just wipe your lips. Take a glass of water. You know, guy or girl. um, And move on. Yeah. 
I don't think anything should be... Also, haven't... Like, I obviously give blowjobs, but I haven't given one to completion, and I don't even... Really? Like, almost two years, probably. So what happens... Like, you just, just stop. Thing. Oh, just foreplay. I thought you meant, like, you're giving a blowjob at some point. You just stop. And, and then, like, then, like, it's over. Yeah, no, no, sorry. It's, it's, I, you can finish yourself. Right, exactly. <laughs> or I'll do it. No, I, I, I'm very picky with who I give head to because mm-hmm. I don't think people deserve it. I'm very good at oh, it. Oh, wow. So, I just, it, I think it's more self selfless. Mm-hmm. And I have to, like, give a shit about you to want to be that selfless. Mm-hmm. It's very selfish. But I just don't feel, also guys don't, it's not like a given that a guy's going to go down on you anyway. So I'm like, why is it a given that I'm going to go down on a guy? It it's should not. be. It should For be. any guys listening, yes. start going down on girls Thank you frequently. For saying this. That's all we ask. And we will return the favor. Yeah. Ask but, how to do it. You know, yeah. don't just so hack at know. it. Oh my God. If someone was like, I want to get good at this, I'd be like, oh, great. Oh, yeah. We're going to have some fun. Like, I wouldn't be like, ew, he doesn't know what to do. Uh-huh. I'd be like, oh, thank God he actually wants to know how to do it right. Because there's plenty of guys who go down there and just look. They're looking like, I don't even know what they're looking. It's something just off. They're not anywhere near the target. And I'm just like, what? I don't even know that they know the target's there. I don't know it's there. It's really exhausting. But I, yeah, I don't even remember the last time I had to swallow anything because I just don't do Oh, my God. Actually, ooh, I wouldn't recommend this. But it was fun. It's a sex podcast. It was Driving home from Coachella, I was not the one driving, obviously, <laughs> but we were in motion. We were driving. Wow, just three days at a at a hot Coachella oh, no, we were festival. Oh, really nice, um, house and like head shower. Oh, okay. Uh, I was yeah. picturing like the three day no shower. Oh, absolutely. Not. And you're like, yeah. Oh no. Give me in, put me in, anywhere, coach. <laughs> I wouldn't be anywhere near that. I wouldn't recommend that. It was very dangerous. Um, but that is yeah. Nowhere else for it to go, so I did have to swallow that. Um. It shouldn't be awkward. I think that's the uh, answer. No, I think, yeah, don't say anything yeah. is um, is the tip there. Well, like, actually, I think what the guy should say is a compliment. Maybe. I think not, frankly. I like hearing that I did a good job. I think you should just, like, go into, you know, a cuddle of sorts and lay there for a minute and right. then start exchanging words. Yes. Yes. There's, yeah, you're right. There shouldn't be any immediate... Like, maybe just, wow, that was great, you know? I feel like a lot of people feel like there has to be something said. Because I feel like a lot of high fives are exchanged and like awkward. Oh, I've had a high, high five. I've had a high five situation. Never high five <laughs> no, after a head. No, wanna, yeah, no. Uh, I've done that with people who I'm not romantically interested in, in at all. You just fucking reach up afterwards? Like, well, hey, I don't initiate, up top. <laughs> but it's always that like weird energy of like, oh, I just like fuck someone that I'm not like, not into in that way. And so... You just kind of high five to like dispel the awkwardness. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's also awkward to high five. But um, I think that's great. I think this is a great episode. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming and enjoy the rest of your holiday. Thanks for having me. Right. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Bye, everyone. Talk to you next week.